Nights, DJ Podcast, David James. Uh, watching the Chicago Bears Minnesota Viking game. And all I have to say is I can't imagine Justin Fields coming back next year. He fumbles the ball way, way too much. Honestly, I, I don't really see I see the talent. Don't get me wrong. I see the talent. I see the speed. I see the the arm strength. Occasionally we see his accuracy. He's he's not horribly inaccurate. Uh, with with the wide receivers he has anyways, his completion rating his percentage is 60% career. Talking all career numbers. Okay. Um 36 for 27. That's touchdowns to interceptions. Uh, over 34 games. And one thing I want to point out. He's been he's been injured every year. Out of out of a possible possible 48 games, he's played 34. Not bad. Injured injured 14 14 uh, uh, weeks. Total, and uh, it's uh, it's it's not. I guess it's not really the worst you ever heard of, but but you just feel like part of it is he he's getting injured because he's doing so much running. Here's another fumble. I'm watching the game, and as I'm watching, he fumbles it, trying to do some crazy play. There's there's three minutes and twenty eight seconds left in the fourth quarter. You're down by you're down by one. In a bad scoring game, ten to nine, and and you fumble it, you fumble it. He's not he he's, he fumbles too much. Honestly, I I I think he's he's really bad. Overall, he's really bad. Is he's super talented? I, I shouldn't say talented. I should say athletic. He's super athletic. He is talented. There's no other way to put it. He's athletic. He's talented. I don't want to discredit him. But two fumbles tonight. Two fumbles tonight. This is it's crazy. Um, <laughs> like, like at this point, I would put Tyson Bajan in. They're not going to do it. They'll, they'll do the right football thing, which is stand behind fields. They're not going to switch them. If they switch them out at the end here, it, it'd be almost bad coaching. All right? Whatever. Because the point of this season is to evaluate Justin Fields. So he's going to get the rest of the games. As long as he's healthy, he's going to get the rest of the games. And it's trending downwards for Justin. And overall, it's trending downwards. I, I know we I know we've seen some good games out of him, and he's looked good occasionally. He'll, he'll wow you, but I don't think he could continue it for uh, let's say thirteen games. Let's even give him an injury. I don't think he can uh, sustain it for for thirteen games. Uh, it, it's 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 exactly. What we've been seeing is overall he's exciting. Last week, it was a, everyone was clamoring. Oh, what a good game by Justin Fields! Uh, he was playing. Hold on, they were playing Detroit last last week, 
uh, they looked really good, right? It was they they lost the game 31-26, but at one point they were up by 14, right? Every they they had the game locked in. Justin Fields looked good, looked great. He threw a a very solid throw to DJ Moore, very solid. But you turn around to the Minnesota Vikings, technically. Um, Aren't the Lions a little bit better? Yeah, eight and three. So, so you could almost beat the Lions, but you're struggling to to the Vikings with with four four interceptions on Joshua Dobbs. So your defense is holding up. This game should be at least it, it, you should be ahead by at least ten. With four interceptions, you should be ahead by at least ten. This should be a a twenty to twenty to ten game right now. I I, I don't understand. Look, Minnesota uh, Minnesota has a great defense, but when your team gets four turnovers and you're about to lose this game, there's two and a half minutes. You you got four turnovers and you would think that they that the defense failed. That that's how bad this game is right now. <laughs> I mean, it's like. How much better can you be on defense? And I, yeah, Minnesota has a good defense as well. But but their turnovers, Minnesota's turnovers, are is your quarterback fumbling the ball. Look, all fumbles are bad. All fumbles are bad. Whether it's your running back, your wide receiver, <laughs> you, you don't want the quarterback to be the guy responsible for two fumbles. I would rather see a running back be responsible for a fumble. I would rather see a tight end, a wide receiver, responsible for a fumble. It, I, I don't want to see any at all. Fumble's a fumble. It's all bad. But you don't want the guy who gets the ball on every single snap, the, the player who gets paid the most on the team, is, us, is, is, is always, actually always, 32 out of 32 teams, he's the number one paid guy on the field. Now, Justin Fields is still in his rookie contract, so he's not the number one paid guy on the field. But quarterbacks, once they get paid, they become the number one paid guy on the field. You can't be paying that guy to lose the football. You can, you can have a wide receiver with a lot of, a lot of fumbles, and you bench them. You put them down. You don't let them play every single snap. But when you put money into a quarterback, you absolutely cannot have him fumbling because you're not going to switch them out. You're not going to switch a switch a paid quarterback out midway through the season without having some sort of quarterback controversy eruption. You know, once you start once you start substituting your quarterback, you know you're in for a bad season. So unfortunately, the right thing to do is to play Justin Fields, no matter what. No matter what, by the end of the season, we're going to have an answer whether or not they're signing Justin Fields. And right now I'm leaning that they're not going to. Because you cannot, you simply cannot have what will become your number one paid position. Whether you're, you're drafting a quarterback next year or you're signing Justin Fields, he becomes the number one paid position on your team. Two fumbles tonight. That they'll make 16 in his three-year career. 
In three years, he, he has 5,000 yards in three years. Um, 5,482 yards in, in, in 34 games. Right? <laughs> he's he's at 13. He, he was at 1,800 his first year. 2,200 his second. And he's only at 1,300 this year. He's been injured, which is another problem. It's something... It's something that we is we ha, we can't forget. He's been injured all three years as well. It's exactly it's exactly what um what I get worried about with rushing quarterbacks. He has he has a thousand he has a thousand nine hundred and four uh, rushing yards. He by the end by the end of the season he might have. Half of his yards, his total yards, like his receiving yards, or I'm sorry, his his throwing yards might be somewhere around, uh, like, like to, for total for total, it might be somewhere around like like six thousand. His rushing yards might be around three thousand for for a career. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be almost almost half, fifty percent. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Uh, last year he had he had he has eleven touchdowns rushing. Eleven touchdowns rushing, thirty-six touchdowns uh, passing. It's exciting. All the rushing and and running around and in the fancy cuts in his agility. It's exciting. It's fun to watch. I, I love it when it happens. I don't root against it, but it's causing him to get injured. It's uh, he fumbles the ball, uh, probably once every three games. So can we can we trust him with the ball? You can't have you cannot have a rushing quarterback um, f- who fumbles the ball. You know I think of other great, uh, the only really great. Running quarterback is Lamar Jackson. Although he has a sixty this year, he has a sixty-eight percent completion rate. He has a lot of fumbles too. Running quarterbacks have a lot of fumbles. Um, he he was getting nine. Lamar Jackson had nine, ten a year. Let me let me look up someone who's who's traditionally a passer. We we gotta compare, right? Let's look at Joe Burrow. Definitely one of the better quarterbacks in the league right now. Uh, on the Cincinnati Bengals, um, <clears throat> he has a completion rating, a career completion rating of 68 uh, percent. Complete games 52. Touchdowns to inter- interception ratio. Uh, this is career is 97 to 37. 97 touchdowns, 37 interceptions. Uh, he is a pocket pa- he's a pocket passer especially with today's standards career over four seasons uh, he has 605 yards it tells you that he can run when he needs to run a high the high 2022 was uh, 70 um, 200 uh, 257 yards on the season that was 2022. That's pretty good. 257 yards on the season. But it tells you that he runs 
when he knows he needs to run. Right? That's what that tells me. Uh, other than that, he had, he had 118 in 2021. This year he has 88. 2020, uh, 142 for Joe Burrow. It truly is um, just an example of a pocket passer. Oh, and by the way, fumbles, five. Why is he only throwing five fumbles? Because he's not running around. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm tired of uh, the flashy running back who runs around and makes things look good. That's that's what he does. He makes things look good. Make he makes things look good. He's fun. He's exciting. It, it's not like it, it's bad watching him. But I really want the I, the next quarterback the Bears have. I really want people to say he he has poise in the pocket. That's what good quarterbacks. That's what we say about good quarterbacks, right? When a quarterback holds on to the ball too long and gets sacked, like like Justin Fields, we don't see his poise. When he stands in the pocket and then gets the throw off and completes the pass and takes the hit, he's got poise in the pocket. That's what they call it, right? Standing in the pocket, waiting for the players to get open. Maybe you get sacked. Maybe you get sacked. But if you have the pocket's presence to get that ball off super quickly, you're not going to get sacked all that often. You know? Uh, let's see. In in uh, the Joe Burrow, 24 sacks. Even 2021, he had 51. They improved their line. 2022, it went down to 41. Now we're at 24 through 12 weeks. Um, you know, he gets sacked a lot. But it's improving. Why? Because now, now the team can build through the draft. Instead of looking for a quarterback, they're looking for people to build around the quarterback. So each year, watch that watch that sack count go down. Why? Because they're gonna be drafting offensive linemen until they get it right. That's what that's what the Bengals are gonna do this year. I guarantee you, they're gonna continue to prove that offensive line. Maybe draft a wide receiver, right? Something like that. You know, I would love I would love to be in the Bengals position. A solid. Pocket uh, Potter quarterback Joe Burrow, you know he's been injured a couple of times. I, I understand that as well, but if you keep improving that O line, you have yourself a quarterback winning, a, a a Super Bowl winning type of quarterback, right? These flashy these flashy ones. Your your one example is Lamar Jackson. You know Michael Vick was not uh, a Super Bowl guy. Uh, McNabb, Mar- Marcus Mariota. I mean, these guys, uh, RG3. These got uh, Mitchell Trubisky for the Bears, Justin Fields for the Bears. The guys where you go, yeah, they're really athletic. They can run really fast. Like, I'm tired of it. I, I, I want to just see, I want to see the next Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, ben Roethlisberger, even uh, you—you know, you just look across the league, 
uh, Patrick Mahomes is probably the best at being a a pocket passer who runs to get open and complete passes. He's probably the best at that. That's 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 what makes him the best. He's not the. It, I've seen him run. He doesn't run anymore to to totally get the touchdown. He's a very smart runner. I've seen him slide a lot. I see him run out of bounds a lot. Sure, he he gets his yards, and I've seen that too. But he he's very he's very run to get open. Jalen Hurst is kind of like that. Run to get open. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson this year, he's running around a little bit to get open so he can throw the ball. Right, it's it's fine if that a Bajan, Tyson Bajan, great footwork, had that same mentality. Um, and really, who did better this year, Tyson Bajan, Justin Fields? I don't know. Honestly, does does Fields are the Bears uh, four and or three and three and nine at this point uh, with Tyson Bajan? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who says they can't win this game? You know what I mean? So honestly, and I've said it before, and I'm I'm strongly leaning this way. Next year, I want to see Eberflus gone. I want to f- see Fields uh, traded, and I want to see a quarterback drafted. We have there's there's a couple of quarterbacks on the draft board. The Bears have a high draft draft pick with uh, Carolina's draft pick. They might have two high draft picks this year because they're not a very good team. You can trade Fields. It, he might be good on a different team with a different coaching staff. Um, I can see a team that is really desperate for a quarterback. Maybe the Browns. <laughs> but they just... Are they still tied with uh, Deshaun, Washington, De- Deshaun Watson? Right? If they're, if they're still tied with him, it won't be the Browns. Uh, Atlanta. The Saints are looking for a quarterback. Um... Uh, in my mind, you know, like, like they they haven't quite solved the problem. Will will um, the Steelers, uh, the Jets? Could uh, you? That's that's well. No, they got they got Brett Favre. I I, I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, will Will Brett Favre be back? Or is he? He he will. He's gonna start next year, right? Yeah. So never mind. Not the Jets. How about the Giants? <laughs> You know, like like who's looking for for a decently talented the Bucks? Who's looking for a decently talented quarterback? You know, he he at least he at least gets put on a team where he fights for the starting position, right? That's what I see. I the best case scenario though, he's off the team, and and uh. New new head coach, new quarterback. You you draft a wide receiver, you draft a quarterback, and you draft O lineman. <laughs> like that's the formula. We have good running backs. We have this Roshan Johnson, Khalil uh, Herbert, um, two really good running backs on this team. Uh, is is Johnson a halfback? Maybe I'm not 100 percent certain, but uh, you know we've seen him get a lot of good carries. 
The Bears have a great running game, even without Justin Fields. They have a great running game. Uh, the O-line is, is not that bad. It's It needs improvement, but it's not that bad. The defense, I'm seeing some promise in this defense. That's one thing we saw tonight. Four interceptions or five? <laughs> it was crazy. Um... They held they held the Minnesota to, to ten points or twelve to ten points. You know, uh, we we've seen some good defense that I think it was the Rams game or the Chargers game where where every single second half snap started in the uh, Chargers side of the field and, and the Bears held them. The defense held them. It was that it was the Tyson Bajan game. Where he had four chances to, to just get down and kick a field goal, but hey, you know, <laughs> the 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 defense, I I kind of like it. it. It's you know what you hire a really good defensive coordinator, like seriously, spend the money, find the right guy, right? You hire a really good offensive head coach, like let's bring in somebody. Um, Who's the best one there? You know, like I want to see the most money put into coaching. You 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 draft really well. You get yourself some solid coaching, and you have yourself a winning football team, right? DJ Moore is a good wide receiver. Let's get him a quarterback. Unfortunately, we're we're shaping the team around wide receivers. Darnell Mooney, I think, is better than. Uh, he's he plays. <laughs> he's being affected by bad quarterback. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Scott had some, I uh, believe Trevor Scott, Tyler Scott, something like that, had some good connections with Bajent. Uh Cole Komet is showing up huge. I I really feel like Cole Komet is 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 a solid top uh, tight end. <laughs> He's a top 10 tight end in my mind. Of traditional tight ends. Not like the most catching yards and receiving yards in the league, but he's he's got solid hands. He catches it, you know, he's he breaks a lot of tackles. He's really good at blocking. He's a big he's a big solid uh, player. You know, he's he's a tra- very traditional tight end. A blocking tight end with good hands. I want to see him resigned or signed extended for for a few years. I think I think we can see something with Cole Komet. Uh, you can build. <laughs> you need a quarterback to 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 solidify this. Another thing about uh, drafting a new quarterback and trading Fields, um, I'm agreeing now with the statement of it resets the clock on who you have to pay. Right, it reset. It puts it puts somebody new on a new rookie deal, uh, the five-year rookie deal. Um, a new head coach. Like really, really do your due diligence. Put put Kevin Warren and uh, Ryan Poles at it. Right, Kevin Warren was signed or uh, hired after Ryan Poles. Uh, it was kind of a weird way to do it, but uh, Kevin Warren—he's one of those guys that has a great reputation. 
Um, he he's really good at putting and fixing problems on on team of teams. Uh, he has he has that solid reputation. Everyone talks fans and says fantastic things about him, and it's it's not like it's not like um, kiss ass like like. <laughs> Oh yeah, we just hired this new guy. Every every year, every time you hire a new head coach, it's like, yeah, he's he's you you name all his accomplishments, this that, and this. No, Kevin Warren's the real deal. He has a proven track record of of finding greatness. I think I think if you put him and Ryan Poles and and uh, <laughs> I'm one of the people who thinks that uh, Matt Eberflus was. Was intentionally picked because he would be bad, like, like, <clears throat> kind of like sabotage Fields. Like, give a reason to not bring him back, to not bring Fields back. Like, I don't think, I don't think Eberflus and in, I don't think Poles liked Fields from the start. To tell you the truth, he saw the talent, so he he's. He put him in a tough situation where if he succeeds, if he succeeds, then then you um, then you keep him. And you you did give him the the wide receivers, so it's not like you didn't support him at all. But it's almost like how can we how can we tank this year and see if it feels as good? It's like hire Matt Eberflus. Like we want two number round first round draft picks, right? It's almost like it's almost like intentional. I think it's intentional tanking, where you you have Matt Eberflus as your head coach, and see if Justin Fields can overcome a bad coach, and and then you can tank, uh, go something like like five four four wins five wins something like that, and uh, and and get a really high draft pick, you know. By all means, Minnesota should have won this game other than the fact that uh, they threw five interceptions, right? Because the Bears didn't play very good at all. The fact that it was a 12-9, to 12-10 finish here is pathetic, and you never want to see that. It's, it's, it almost seems like that was the plan, to, to have a bad coach tank have two really high first round draft picks, a lot of draft cap- capital, and turn this thing over. F- flip of a coin in one year, bam, you're a playoff team. Uh, while you're, while you're also trying to secure a new location out in Arlington Heights, and build a new stadium, like like you want to have going into this new stadium. A really good team, and and one of the ways to do that is to have some tank years where you build you build uh, draft picks, right? And I'm not a huge fan of tanking. I don't like I don't like it. But when you set it up perfectly, hey, I'll I'll take a winning season. If you set up the tank perfectly, it's not that bad. And it actually, I think it works the best in in the NFL. I think I feel like tanking works the best in the NFL because you're able to 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 get a high draft pick that you can turn into multiple draft picks and 
it, it's kind of what the Bears uh, Ryan Poles has done. Is this first year he turned seven draft picks into eleven? So it's kind of like just find a way to give Ryan Poles as many draft picks as possible, and and let's let's turn this team around and having two number one picks. I think that's why they traded that that second round pick for Montez Sweat because they I think he's going to break that one of these uh, first round drafts. Uh, draft picks uh, either the Carolina one no the Carolina one they're gonna they're gonna draft a uh, quarterback this is my this is my fantasy Bears uh, hope okay so they're gonna draft a quarterback <laughs> to me it doesn't matter which one it's just getting one of these high ranked guys there's a couple on the list Caleb Williams and a few others um, let's 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 draft a quarterback. And then you get a a second round pick for Justin Fields. He's worth at least a second round pick. Right? Uh, and and then you have a, another first round pick that you could do like two. Isn't a first round pick at least worth two second round picks? Right? And you build your you build your wide receiver uh uh, core, and you build your um, offensive line in the second round. You you build that. You get wide receivers and and O lines and line and defensive linemen, and you just you just put the best lines uh, out in the NFL. That's how you build. Honestly, the Bears. We, we've been talking about the the Eagles. Um, We've been talking about the Eagles being a good Bears comparison because of Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields. But I could see the Bears being the next Bengals. If you do that, you build the lineup. You build the wide receiver core up. You you draft a, a really good pocket quarterback. A Joe Burrow type quarterback. To me, that sounds exciting. Anyways... Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this show. Uh, DJ Podcast. Um, David James here signing out. Uh, bear, bear down, guys. Hopefully, hopefully um, 